This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gone balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 123. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we're joined by Kevin Rakestraw. How are you? I'm doing better. Doing better? Now that your computer problems have been <laughs> temporarily yes. resolved? Yeah, correct. Notice how I say temporarily because next week oh, when yeah. we record, you're going to have the same issues. <laughs> I have, My whole life is technical issues. <laughs> That's it. Just one after the other. Uh, amazing. And Ryan Holes, how are you? Awful. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I feel terrible. Ryan's a little sick today. Uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit of World Cup before we get into his movie this week? No. No? No. Are you pissed off, Kevin? No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's, he's not pissed off, but he doesn't want to talk about it. What do you want to talk about? I guess we can talk about it, Ryan. What I'm do you have to say? Hit me with your knowledge. Is Kevin What's that? I'm just trying to figure out what your major malfunction is. A lot of stuff. <laughs> I think the I think the biggest malfunction is that you're 22 points behind me in the predictions. That's correct. That is correct. Ryan, what's going on? I, just, I don't know. What's... I didn't even look at <laughs> What's going on, Ryan? <laughs> you... I haven't looked at the score lately. You only have 96 points, buddy. Um, Kevin, Kevin's now I'm... in second. Only, as long as I'm being Ryan, I'm okay. <laughs> well, I don't think he's made any predictions for like three weeks, so <laughs> you should be good on that. Do you guys care to comment on the U.S. match since we recorded last week before that, the final U.S. match? They should have scored a million times. Who, Belgium? I hope you're referring to Belgium and not the U.S. Yeah. That game should have been like eleven to one, and I like how the, you know the last fifteen minutes the U.S. are like, "Oh shit, we should play." Yeah. <laughs> we did get a little burst of energy there towards the end. Yeah, instead of you know two hours of just dicking around. You know, it was a, it was a loss, but I think that it was it was still a good match. Like I'm not upset that we lost. You know what I mean? Uh, like I think that Tim Howard alone showed that we are we can be good at soccer. Well, this is the, this is the problem though. The next time it comes around, yeah, the younger guys are going to be much better. But is Tim Howard still going to be playing? Like he's Tim Howard was to, the only reason we were yeah, in that game. I uh, yeah, I agree. But their I, defense. Sucked. I agree. Defense was awful. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But I think that it kind of helped promote uh, interest oh, in yeah, soccer in the United States, definitely. for sure. Definitely. More people were into it. And I'm hoping that it's but not... I'm wondering if they're going to drop off for four well, years. Right. And... Oh, yeah, that's definitely. exactly what I was just going to say. I hope... Definitely. I don't give a shit. I hope that it's something that, that sticks with people and they don't just forget about the fact that soccer exists for another four years and then... 
then when the next World Cup rolls around, they're like, oh, go U.S. My favorite part of this, and I don't know if either of you guys ran into this, but all the people that, you know, from my work and stuff that aren't into soccer usually, and then they were really into it because of the U.S., and then all of a sudden they became fucking soccer experts. (laughs) And they're like breaking down the game. (laughs) And I'm just like, you don't watch soccer. You know nothing about this game. Uh, Tell me strategy. I've experienced that a few times. Yeah, definitely. I, I came up with a new theory, okay? Well, this is this is a new thing that I think that they should do in big matches that can't end in a draw. All right, I'm going to bounce this idea off of you guys. You tell me what you think. Right. Okay, so you have 90-plus minutes, whistle blows, okay. tie score, okay? All right. What are we going to do? Extra time, obviously, 30 minutes. All right. All right? Just like normal. That's fine. Instead of going to a penalty shootout, you eliminate one person from each team. Okay? Okay. You do another 15 minutes. If there's still no score, you eliminate another person from each team. There we go. And you keep doing that, adding 15 minutes, eliminating a player, until finally it's just goalie (laughs) versus goalie. (laughs) I think we don't get way too bored, man. I don't think so. I don't think it would be because you you only <laughs> extend it by fifteen minutes, and the odds of someone scoring when it's only, you know, ten or mm-hmm. nine players on each side. Yeah. You're you're. Uh, or how about take a player off and replace it with like a cougar? That would work. Like a jaguar. Just drop a cougar. And- would it? What about instead you do? Whatever, like, the national animal for that country Ooh, is. Oh, I like that idea, too. We'd have a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just release bald eagles. You replace all the, the players with bald <laughs> eagles. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know what, uh, in the Colombia Brazil game, did you see the size of the bug that was on the guy? No. They got a good penalty. A bug? Because it was enormous. No, I didn't see it. It was like a small bird on him. <laughs> a small bird <laughs> was just hanging out on him while he took the shot? Yes. <laughs> oh, my. So what are you guys thinking on um, Tuesday's, t- tomorrow's match? Brazil, Germany. Uh, Germany. A few things I like to see Brazil win because I want to see a Brazil Argentina final, but Jordan is probably the best team in the world right now, so I'd like to see them win. And the Dutch always get to the end, but they never finish it off. So I wouldn't mind if they won either. I was doing for good. So it's a okay. roundabout way of saying it doesn't matter. It's basically anybody. anybody. Anyone except Argentina is what you're saying. I'll, I'll take Argentina. Oh, okay. He'll so any one anyone. of the four. You're, you're yeah. predicting one of those four yes. teams to win. I, I've been there, John Madden. Yeah, that's exactly what you just did. You John Madden that shit. <laughs> oh god uh, well I think Germany's gonna win 
expert analysis, Ryan. I think Germany's going to win, and I'm I'm hoping the Netherlands wins against Argentina, but I don't know. That's uh, that's going to be a good one. Brazil should win the one. They don't have or not. Brazil, Germany should win the one because Brazil doesn't have their captain or their best. Right. Player. Yeah. What's his name? Neymar. Correct. Yeah, he's not playing, so... Mm. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. Alright, what movie do we have you watch this week? Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Picked this in honor of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes coming out. Now, we gave you the 2001 remake, directed by Tim Burton. I have a synopsis here. An Air Force astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet where evolved talking apes dominate... A Race of Primitive Humans. This stars Mark Wahlberg, Tim Roth, Helena Bonham Carter, Michael Clark Duncan, Paul Giamatti. Uh, what'd you think of Planet of the Apes, Ryan? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, mm. Basically, uh, at the beginning, there's a Marine played by Mark Wahlberg. I'm pretty sure and we said Air Force astronaut. <laughs> You're getting it wrong already, dude. <laughs> Come on. Wait, hold on. I gotta look this up. We just said it. Swear <laughs> to God, needs to confirm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and man, <laughs> this thing appears in space. And it's like a time rip, and they get investigated and go into the future into a planet that is from my apes. And they get captured, and eventually, and there's an ape that leaves. All humans are equal to apes, and wants them to be treated normally and she buys Mark Wahlberg and other girl as sort of prisoner and they end up escaping the area and gathering a whole bunch of other humans and they have a war with the apes and they win and then Mark Wahlberg goes back in time. Like nothing happened. Hmm. That's the end of the movie. Now, have you seen this before? Or is this a first time watch? No, it's the first time. I saw this. I never saw any of them. I saw this in the theater, like back in 2001. And I remember nothing, very little about it. That good, huh? The, uh, yeah, it was a the, long time ago. The motion capture was cool as hell. Well, there was no motion capture back then, so it was it was all costumes. Really? Yeah. Fucking wow. up left and right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, those were oh, those were wow. costumes. Well, they all look pretty goddamn. Yeah, great. that was the one thing that I remember about this movie is that the the apes themselves looked pretty amazing. Yeah, they look just like monkeys, but you know. apes. Apes, <laughs> only humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh my! 
Oh my. Now, so you haven't seen the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the newer one that came out a couple years ago? No. Oh, okay. So, and you've never seen any of the Charlton Heston, uh, the Charlton Heston one or any of the other ones. Was he only, was Charlton Heston in any of the other ones? He was just in the first one, I think. Yeah, just the first one. Now, Kevin, what's your, what's your history with the Planet of the Apes movies? I've seen none of them. None of them? No. They just, they don't interest me. Like, I know that they're like a a big sci-fi hit, but I just never got into any of them. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, I think a part of it is like, I know how it ends. So I'm just like, ah, what's the point? Well, if I remember correctly, this one, they, they changed it. Ooh. The twist is different. What was the twist in this one? The twist is that Mark Wahlberg comes back to Earth, but it turns out that he went to an Earth that was run by apes, and the Lincoln Memorial is the statue of the ape that he killed back in battle. And Whatever it happened. What? I I remember that scene. I remember when he first discovers the Lincoln Memorial and it's an ape instead of Lincoln. But this is, he discovers it after he goes back to. He crash lands in supposedly in Washington. But this is after he leaves the planet, right? Of the apes. Yeah. So he lands on another ape planet? Ape. When he leaves the planet of the apes. <laughs> he ends up back on the same planet. He just goes up and comes right back down. Yes. So that, that is what happens. Uh, and are we sure? There's a love triangle in this between Mark Wahlberg and a human and another a girl ape. The Helena Bonham Carter ape? Yes. So he... So he's skirting interspecies here. He's skirting with interspecies here. I yeah. think that that would still be considered bestiality. I don't know. Oh, I, I probably. I think so. It would be a sweet spinoff. Who's like banger and <laughs> that's a ridiculous <laughs> spinoff. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just Mark Wahlberg and Ape Helena Bonham Carter making love. Yeah, I'm just- I'm sure if you search the internet, you can find that. Right? Probably. You might not want to, but... <laughs> it sounds like he does. Chris Christofferson is also in this. Is he an ape? I would assume. I think he is. He plays Karubi. It's hard for me to tell the apes, except by their voice. And some of them kind of look similar to what they do in real life, but... Some don't. Yeah, the Tim Roth ape doesn't look anything like him at all. Yeah. It's crazy. But, uh, what the hell is the guy from the side place? Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. That one looked almost identical to him. Yeah. And, of course, they make Michael Clark Duncan, like, a big, huge, hulking gorilla. Yeah. It's still pretty impressive. Like, I'm looking at images right now from the movie, and it... They, they, look do, they do look awesome. pretty good. They look pretty I good. I didn't care for the plot much, but it looks cool. I have a feeling if I saw this now, I would find it to be utterly ridiculous. We've got a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Really? Yeah, I thought it would be worse rated than that. I seem to remember people just loathing this movie. It made $360 million in 2001. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why we have uh, these remakes or these reboots that are coming out. I think that this was also during a time where Tim Burton was not, like, he was, this was kind of during his prime. I would say that this is the movie where it started all going downhill for him. You think? Is this it? I think so. Is this the starting point? Is this the genesis? I think so. Because when you when you look at his filmography, before this he had Sleepy Hollow, which I, I liked that. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, like, and I know that a lot of people hate it on Mars Attacks, but I loved it. That's just a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think you would be right, because it was Planet of the Apes. Big Fish was all right. I liked Big Fish, but again, a lot of people didn't like that. And then the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was <laughs> just an abomination. <laughs> Then it started going downhill. I, Sweeney Todd. Oh, good lord. I saw Corpse Alice Bride. I was not into Corpse Bride. Sweeney Todd was horrible. I saw that in the theater. Alice in Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland is one of the worst movies of the world. I didn't see that one. I, I refused to see that. Did you see Dark Shadows, Kevin? Yeah, that was god awful as well. Frankenweenie was good, though. Frankenweenie was good, which I didn't expect at all. <laughs> Ryan, where where's... Burton at on your scale. I liked his earlier stuff, like uh, Edward Scissorhands and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But not so much the uh, later stuff. It's funny because I think we recently we were talking about direct. We were talking about David Wayne and how I said every movie that comes out, I'll see it and be interested in it, even though. He hasn't really made anything for a while that I've really liked. And Tim Burton is another interesting example because you look at Tim Tim Burton's filmography, and I used to fucking love this guy. I mean, Ed Wood, Batman Returns, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice. These are all yeah, these are all movies that I love so much as a kid, but then like it just dropped off, and now whenever he has a, a movie come out, I'm just like, hmm. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, yeah, it's just all terrible now. So it's all awful all the time. So we can probably calculate it. So David Wayne came out with like maybe three movies since since the beginning that I didn't like. So he has like maybe five more before I give up. He did according to the Burton scale. He did direct Cabin Boy. What? You directed what now? <laughs> No, he didn't. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I just look at don't, 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 don't correct him anymore. I just want that. I'm I look at the Wikipedia right now. Why? Why are you yelling that? Like, why am I yelling what? You're yelling that you're looking at Wikipedia. Do you understand yeah, how I'm that? Wrong, co- and I'm telling you that I'm not wrong. Well, I, I, but where are you getting your information from, Ryan? Well, it probably Just also it. says that. Say it again. It probably also says producer. You need to. That that's a very important distinction that you need to make. He didn't direct Cabin Boy. He produced it. But I would like to. We gotta stop correcting him, and we need to just publish a book. A film history by Ryan Holtz, <laughs> where <laughs> everything is just fucking wrong. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Yes, he did. He did produce Cabin Boy. Yeah, the third sentence says that I made the little blurb. I, I, I want to rewatch Cabin Boy because I have a feeling that I would absolutely hate that movie now. You probably love it. I remember loving it as a kid. Um, I feel like we haven't really talked a lot about the actual Planet of the Apes movie. Was there anything else that you wanted to add about it? Not, I mean, not really. To me, it just looked cool. Now, this was one of uh, Mark Wahlberg's kind of earlier roles. What did you think of him in it? I liked him when he was younger. Hmm. More than I do now. You don't, you like him more when he was younger than you do now? Except, well, when did Shooter come out? When did what? Shooter, Shooter came Shooter out in 2007. Shooter. So I guess that was semi-recent. Um, did, did you enjoy yourself some Bob Lee swagger? <laughs> I did. You did? You were a fan of Shooter? Yes. One of seven? One of seven. I like, I like that movie a lot. So everything from Shooter and Alder, that was good Mark Wahlberg. Everything post-shooters, not so good, Mark Wahlberg? What is he? Uh, I'd say almost the opposite, but... I think I would, too. Before Shooter, we had The Departed, Invincible, Four Brothers, I Heart Huckabees, The Italian Job, The Truth About Charlie, Rockstar, Planet of the Apes, Perfect Storm, The Yards, Three Kings, The Corrupter, The Big Hit, Boogie Nights... Traveler, Fear, okay. Basketball Diaries, Renaissance Man. I liked Mark, Mark and the Funky Watch. I liked, <laughs> uh, liked Booking Nights. I liked Third King. Did you actually enjoy Marky Mark and the Funky yeah, Bunch? Yeah, dude, he had that Sega CD game. Marky Mark yeah. and the Funky Bunch make my video or whatever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rockstar. I don't know if it's telling you about that. <clears throat> Departed, I like. I don't know. I mean, looking at his filmography, I think he's had a decent career. It's like he makes one decent one and then one not so good and then one like breakout and then he'll go back to kind of mediocre stuff. I like when he was on Entourage because he made me laugh a lot. He was funny on Entourage. No, he's got that goddamn reality show. <laughs> Wahlburgers? Yes. <laughs> I think that's the most ridiculous and amazing idea for a reality show. Oh, my god. He was really funny in The Other Guys, too. He's, he's like a, a Channing Tatum type where it, it's mm. really great when he does comedy. Yeah, I wish it did comedy more. I remember he but was... But at the same time, it might be overkill. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you got to be careful with it. Because then, cause then what happens is you pull like a, a walk-in, you know, where all of a sudden you're just doing comedy. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. You got to remind people why we enjoy the comedy so much by doing Shooter 2 and... Uh, what was the other one? Contraband. Contraband. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Let's revive, I like that too. And apparently, you guys say it. Well, Kevin didn't see that. But yeah, I heard that he does a great job falling down cliffs and shit. <laughs> he's just—he's rolling down dirt hills all day, all day, rolling down dirt hills just all day, 
all day rolling. I didn't like Lone, I didn't like Lone Survivor, but I wouldn't say that it's because of Mark Wahlberg. I just didn't like it because I thought it wasn't a very good movie. I enjoyed it. Okay. You enjoyed it. You can't. It's no way around it. Right? <laughs> yeah. We got it. Did you see you Pain and Gain, Ryan? Seems like one you'd like. Yes, I did. And it was awful. Awful. Wow. Wow. I thought that was um, not too bad. I actually didn't mind it. I don't like that at all. For a Michael Bay movie. Unbelievable. All right. Well, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll. What do you give Planet of the Apes? Bye. Ooh. Five out of ten, Planet of the Apes. Not too bad. So, are you interested in seeing Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Is it? It's a complete reboot, isn't it? No, it's a sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the one that came out a couple years ago with with Franco. But which is which? That's a reboot. It's more of a prequel, I think, than a reboot. Oh my! Yeah, it's a prequel. Jeez, so confusing. Yeah, because in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, we f- we find out how they came to power. And then in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, it kind of furthers that story along, taking place 10 years after Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You lost me. Yeah, I fell asleep. I fell asleep instantly. I just took a quick nap. Look, I'm not even that into these ape movies. <laughs> and I get the timeline okay. Now, if you start throwing in like... The original ones that came out in the 60s. I don't know if they're in any kind of order. Oh those, I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you about those. There's there's a movie where they're beneath the planet. They're beneath the planet. How many of those... They go underneath the planet. How many of those came out in the 60s? There's a lot of them. I think it was 37. 37 Planet of the Apes movies. I could, I could be wrong. <laughs> Give could or take 30. <laughs> but I think think i'm right so any interest ryan dawn no no i think the main looks cool but i but i haven't even seen any trailers for it nor have i seen the one before this so. it's good rise rise of the planet of the apes is a big surprise for me how much i liked it i think that the new one looks cool i'm not dying to see it for some reason, it's one of those where the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, I'm excited for that. And now, the week that it comes out, I'm just like, meh. Mm. Does that ever happen to you guys? Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Time. And sometimes it's because I see a trailer so much that I'm just, I hate the, exactly. hate the movie because mm-hmm. of the trailer. But I haven't seen the trailers right. for this very much. So They also at one time battled for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, really? Hmm. So they had... It was just Radio Planet, and then they went underneath the planet, and then they battled for it, and then there was a new dawn, and what are the other ones? Rise. Oh, it rose first, and then, and then, then now now there's a dawn. Another dawn. <laughs> but but since Thanks. it's a prequel, this would actually be the original dawn. So it'd wow. be this this is the first dawn, and then the another dawn. See, they knew. Mind, they knew that they were going to come back fuck. to that dawn. This is a mind bender. <laughs> this is a mind bender. Mm. It's like coherence, but with apes. I like that idea. It would be great. That's probably one of the parallel universes. That well, they're, all, they're all just apes. <laughs> but they're all apes. 
That'd be awesome. Whacked out on, whacked out on ketamine. <laughs> Everything comes back to coherence. Yes, it does. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, on Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, <laughs> Battle for the, the Apes? Too much shit happened. Too many apes. If you want to see a good in this species, love triangle, check this out. Now you say love triangle. Who's the other person involved? <laughs> Wait, what? You said it's a, it, there's a love triangle. Uh, yes. So Mark Wahlberg's one, Helena Bonham Carter's two. Who's the third person in this the, triangle? The slave girl that is bought by, by Hel- Helena Bonham <laughs> Oh, okay. And sh- she's she, a human. She's yeah. Yeah. Thank God we got that. Clear up. <laughs> <laughs> it only took an hour. All right. Well, I think that that will wrap it up. Send your your questions to podcast at filmpulse.net. We'll be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. I think you're crazy. Oh my Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before. Let's do it. Ready, Ryan? Yeah. Ryan? What? You ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. I said, yeah. Well, I didn't hear you. Speaking of the mic, bro.